Let me say, it is an honor to be on stage, first of all. Uh, this is something that I used to dream about as a youth. You know what I mean? I used to, uh, I grew up, you know, watching Pastor and all the other elders um, that were in the church. So it is um, an honor uh, to be up here today. Um, but again, as some of you know, I am Tyler. For those of you, of you who don't know, my name is Tyler. Um, I know y'all wondering why I got this lab coat on, but y'all ever seen that video of that little boy? He said, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. This that's this that splat, you feel me? Uh, but yeah, so um, it's definitely an honor to be up here. Um, like I said before, I came here uh, when I was 17 years old. Um, I'm 28 now, so that's a long time. LOL, LOL. Uh, so that's a long time. Uh, and I came here, my best friend invited me to the church. Um, I definitely, I was, I was a hothead back then, you know what I mean? The parents used to tell their kids, stay away from that dude, he a bad dude, like you don't need to be hanging around here. Cause I'ma keep it a hundred, I did come for the females at first, I ain't gonna hold you, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just, I'm just keeping it a hundred, I came for the females. But um, it, it took for, it took for them to, I, I got left out, you feel me? They took the kids to Haiti and I got left out. So I'm like, am I that bad of a dude that I can't come to Haiti with them? So it made me look at myself like, all right, maybe I am, maybe I do need to look at myself, maybe I am doing something wrong. So they went to Haiti, um, I still kept coming to the church, um, and then eventually um, I got into audio, you know what I mean? I got into audio and it changed my life. I started coming to church every day, uh, you know, getting in my word, um, and, and, it felt, and it felt great. Um, so we gonna hop. That's enough about me. We gonna hop into the word. I'm a little nervous, so y'all pray for me, okay? It's my first time doing this, right? So check this out. It is scientifically proven that once you accept Jesus into your life, something changes on the inside of you, right? It's something changes in your DNA, and when that happened, it came with benefits, right? It came with a purpose, and it came with a plan for your life. Okay, so let's let's open a Bible, right? Let's turn to Second Corinthians five seventeen. Again, that's Second Corinthians five and seventeen. Okay, Siri. Appreciate you, woman of God. Um, so, <laughs> so it says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Right? So how many of y'all have seen this show on Netflix called Manifest? Raise your hand. Have y'all seen that show? It's, it's a bop, ain't it? It's a go on, bro. Uh, that's... I'm a, I'm a sci-fi dude. I'm a lame. I just sit in the career, play video games, and watch Netflix all day. But it's cool. You know what I mean? Uh, but for those who haven't, these passengers took a flight from Jamaica. And when they returned to their loved ones, they found out that they were missing for five and a half years. Right? So when they were on the plane and they went through this portal, something changed. Right? Such as them having these things called call-ins and visions. Right? Some didn't follow, but others did. But for those who didn't, the callings became louder and didn't stop. No matter how hard they tried to run from it, they just kept calling. So they began to see that answering and receiving the callings, they truly saw that they were all connected. Just like each and everyone is in this room, we are all connected, okay? Okay. So no matter the, the mountain of influence that we are called to, uh, religion, family, education, government, media, arts and entertainment, um, 
we, we, are all, we are all connected. And I personally had my own experiences um, encountering God and then dodging his voice, okay? So I remember when the first time I felt Jesus on the inside of me, right? Um, it was one day, pastor called all the men to the front of the church, right? And he said, don't come up here playing, this, this ain't that type of deal. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I get up here, and then he started from this side right here, all right? And then I just seen all these grown men flying to the floor. Like, they just dropping, they just dropping. See, I'm 17, I'm from out west. I'm like, all right, dude, I don't know what he over here doing, but these dudes, so I, you feel me? I instantly square up, because I'm like, okay, I'm not, the security, they finna have to fight me too, because I'm finna bust on pastor, because he laying everybody out. I don't, I don't know what that is. You feel me? I don't know, I don't know what's going on up here, because you know what I mean? So <laughs> once he came to me, he laid his hand on my head and it felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, I was, it was like I was light as a feather when I fell, and I honestly was freaked out. Like, I was scared of pastor for about two months after this happened. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> and when I got home, I just kept thinking, like, what happened? And you know when people say, like, your life flashed before your eyes or that, um, like, your, like, your soul, um, like your soul left your body. That's kind of how it felt, but it was like a sense of deja vu as if I felt that before. Um, and the, it's like the power and the grace felt familiar like we had met before. Um, but that's what made me realize that Jesus is real. I couldn't physically see him, but I can feel him. And I knew everything would be okay. And this happened when I was 17. Now, of course, you know, I had my, my time away from, from the church and things like that. But once again, another thing that comes with, you know, accepting Jesus into your life is God's grace, right? So let's break down God's grace. So <clears throat> the definition of grace in a biblical sense is a spontaneous gift from God to people, generous, free, totally unexpected and undeserved. That takes the form of divine favor and love. The definition highlights grace being unexpected and undeserved. Now, Many of us don't feel deserving of God's grace because of the things that we've done in our past maybe have been uh, we did something wrong to somebody, we cheated our way to the top, or was rude to a friend. But God gives us a second chance after again and again with his grace, right? So I want to show you an example of trans, uh, transformation, like the power of grace. So can you pull up picture number one for me, please? Y'all see? Okay, can y'all see that? It's bad, that's real bad, right? I know, I know, it's okay. I knew y'all was gonna drag me for it, it's okay. So get y'all jokes out now. So I see y'all at the service, I'm gonna flame y'all, I'm just saying. Um, so this is me, <laughs> this is me right, this is me right before I joined Lifeline, right? Hey, Kayla, what you on, bro? <laughs> so this is me, right before I joined Lifeline, right? So this is abused, molested, abandoned Tyler, okay? Uh, this is Tyler that had identity issues. Um, see, in high school, I, we, you know, we, I called myself uh, a floater, right? Um, I didn't know who I was, so I was cool with the nerds, I was cool with the gangsters, and I was cool with the, just the, 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 the cool people. They scammers now, the, you know, the people that was you know, in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
but yeah, so I, I had I had identity issues, right? Um, and I was sort of like a, a, a chameleon. Y'all know what a chameleon is? They they latch on to something and then they change the color, right? That's how I was. I was I was that floater, right? And can you pull up picture number two for me? Right. So this next picture is me after I accepted Jesus in my life. Something changed on the inside and the outside of me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So God deals with your heart first. We always talk about seeds being planted um, like, like soil, but our, the soil is our hearts, right? And that was a seed being planted, and um, it just I continued to, to water. It, it continued to grow, coming to post youth group, coming to the church. And as I stated before, I had my time away from church. After being saved, um, those identity issues came back, right? Um, I began to, in high school, you know, uh, I eventually began to, to feel like a lame, right? Because everybody was losing their virginity, they was dressing themselves, going to the mall, and I'm this dude talking about some high, you know, I love Jesus, you know what I'm saying? I'm a virgin, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what to do with him, but I don't want to talk to him. So that began to, to, to hit my spirit, you know what I mean? I don't want to be a lame no more, right? Um, so y'all ever heard of that, that, that saying that curiosity killed the cat, right? So I became curious on what everyone was talking about. So I began dating a young lady, and then I, eventually I lost my, my virginity after accountability told me to go the other way, right? Even a prophet, while I was serving, in that sound booth back there, came up to me with just like, it might come pretty, but it ain't what you think it is, and slammed the door in my face. One thing, I'm like, okay, I put the headphones back. I'm like, I don't know what shorty on, but I'm finna just keep serving because she ain't never just come and slam the, slam the door in my face, right? So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I began to, I lost, so I did lose my virginity. I began to feel um, nasty, right? Um, I began to feel like everybody was looking at me, um, you know, like I had did something wrong. And to be honest, that wasn't even a case. That's just how I felt. I felt like people were looking at me like, oh, you bogus, you nasty, you lost your virginity. So that's what the enemy caused me to think. So then I left church because the enemy continued um, to play on my mind, right? Um, so I want to pull up picture number three. So there's some stuff blurred out in the background because, yeah, this is going to keep it PG today, okay? But this is Teddy Lou. Joker, don't ask me why they called me, that's what they called me in the hood. This is Teddy, Lou, and Joker. Those identity issues came back, okay? But God never stopped talking to me, right? Um, at the end of the day, um, I, was, I was still Tyler, right? So it's like, it's back to square one. I met identity issues all over again. But as I stated before, once you accept Jesus on the inside of you, something changes. Well, once you accept Jesus into your life, something changes on the inside of you. And once that change happened, it was supernatural. So it's not like if you go to the doctor and they put an IV in your arm, you know, relieve the pain temporarily and things like that. No, this, this stick with you, right? This is an everlasting benefit package along with uh, something up called a call, right? It came with the call. Even though we're looking at Teddy Lou, the Joker, with the bottle tilted up, because Hennessy was my thing, you know what I'm saying? Anything is possible, but I don't do that no more. Um, that's poison. Y'all stay away from that. Um, but I was hearing 
I was hearing multiple voices this same night, the devil on my shoulder and an angel on my shoulder. It was a war competing with like voices back and forth. I could hear one like, what if your heart stopped right now in this club? These are souls in this club, what are you doing, right? Um, and at the club, they would say, it's time to go to the other side, it's time to go to the other side. So it's like light on one side of the room, but then on the other side of the room at a certain time, they push you to like the red room, right? And all my homies was like, it's time to go to the other side, we finna go to the other side. But there was something in me like, hold on, it's red over there, we going to the other side, I wanna stay on this side. So it was some, it was like God was still showing me visions while I was in the club, right? So no matter how much I drink, party, pop pills, I could not run away from God's voice or ignore it, okay? Um, so let's um, turn to Lamentations uh, 3.22 through 23 in the Amplified Version. And why do we go to the Amplified Version? Shout out to Pastor Reggie, man. <laughs> okay, so it says, it is because of the Lord's mercy love and kindness that we are not consumed because his tender compassions fail not, right? Um, this is one of my favorite scriptures, right? I knew that he gave me new grace, new mercies every morning, but if he said in his word that he gives me a clean sheet of paper every day, I knew that I had the opportunity to make something happen. So it was a continuous practice of doing what I did when I first got saved praying, listening to worship music, talking to God while walking to the bus. That continual promise helped me to become the man I am today, okay? Not perfect, but one who is progressively and purposely growing in God every day, okay? But it's a process. And I say it, um, it was a process because along that way on getting back to who I was, there were so many distractions in making this journey hard. So, right, check this out. Flow with me, Holy Spirit. This science class, so. So I got this powdery substance right here, right? And I got this, this liquid substance, it's, it's, it, like, it, it can do some damage, right? Like, it's similar to y'all ever seen the Mentos and Pepsi thing. So this thing finna shoot up like 10 feet in the air. Don't worry, Pastor Clyde, I did it like 10 times in the crib, so it ain't gon', you, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna have you come up here and do it, cause I know you are gonna take care of the stage, but it's just gonna shoot up to the ceiling, right? It's gonna be real big, y'all ready? Y'all ready? All right, back, come on. Get, stand back, okay? Cause I'm, it's, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. You want me to slow down? Okay. It's not as big as you thought it was, was it? Right? And that's the same thing that the enemy does when he, when he makes things seem as though they're not. Right? So you, you get off the stage though, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. All right? So one thing I want you guys to write down is that God is bigger than any obstacle that you face, right? And that's kind of that, that's kind of the message of, of, of today, right? It's not as big as you think it is, okay? So when the enemy presents us, well, first let's talk about First uh, Peter five and eight in the NLT, please. 
So it says, stay alert. Watch out for the great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Right? Did I say that right? Yeah, to devour. Right? So when the enemy presents us with a distraction, he's in our ear 24-7 to derail us from our path in sanity and things that we were once sure of. Like, like in school, right? We, we, you know, this is Youth Sunday. He'll tell you things like, you know you're going to fail that test. You know those people over there talking about you. You know you bogus for wearing them sketches. Don't nobody wear sketches no more. Oh, bro, you bogus. Um, now, the enemy has you paranoid, digging yourself in a deep hole as he plays these movies in your mind of false imaginations or false images, leading to misled emotions of anxiety and depression. Just like I just misled you with this, I just told you, like, man, it's going to shoot up. It's going to blow. That's the same thing that the enemy does, right? So... Um, and this stems from the enemy making things bigger than it is, okay? So um, with my last job, right, I got laid off. But it was, it was com- I was comfortable there. And that, uncom- that, that comfortability was a distraction, right? So Pastor Keisha don't even realize, but in that same week I lost my job, she hit me up to shoot pictures for her son prom, right? I had lost my job, I ain't had no bread, still gotta pay food, uh, bills, ain't got no food in the crib, and she hit me up. She don't even know what she was doing. She hit me up, was like, hey, can you shoot pictures for Amari Prime? I'm like, I bet it up, right? So, <laughs> um, so, and out of that, it started my own production company, which has been one of the highest grossing side businesses to date, right? When the enemy tried to blow something out of proportion to make it feel like that it was burdened on me, that it was bigger than, than I thought it was, God used it to birth an entire photography company through me, a gift that was hidden inside of me all along, right? One thing I want you guys to take home is that the distraction wasn't meant to overtake you, it was meant to promote you, okay? So. That was, that was straight from Holy Spirit like two nights ago, so I say it again. The distraction wasn't meant to overtake you. It was meant to promote you, okay? So let's talk about some of these distractions that the enemy uses against you, right? Let's talk about depression. I believe it's a, it's a depression of a person kneeling on the ground with like some specks falling, falling away. It's, it's the picture of the person kneeling down with the specks flying away. <laughs> but, so it is scientifically proven, right, that depression can cause headaches, chronic body aches and pain that may not respond to medication. Body aches and pain that may not respond to medication. That sounds spiritual to me. Depression is deteriorating your soul, right? It is a weapon used by the enemy to wreak havoc on your soul, but God gives us the tools to combat it. He said in his words that our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, right? How, how many of y'all eat every day? Right, you, you eat every day, right? How much word are you reading? You eat every day. You should be getting your word every day. It's the same thing, right? But look, but look, 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 though, I'm guilty of it as well. I don't read as much as I should, right? I'm going to give you all another example. I had a kidney stone two weeks ago, right? 
They said the pain was worse than a woman having a baby. I don't ever want to feel that again. I don't wish that on nobody, right? So, so I hop in the car, you feel me? I'm, I'm driving to work, and then it's just like this sharp pain just shoot down my back. I'm like, ah, you feel me? Ah, right? So I'm driving, I'm like, I'm, I'm like okay. Okay, cool. I'm stretching like maybe I slept wrong. You feel me? Maybe I slept wrong. You know what I mean? So I get to work and I sit at my desk and the pain shot right back up. Ah. I'm like, dang. Like, bro, I gotta, I'm gonna have to get up out of here, bro. So I go to my boss. Look, I go to my boss office. I'm like, look, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I got this sharp pain in my back. I can't even sit down. I'm finna have to go to the crib. So I went to the crib. I'm driving back to the crib on 290. It got worse. I'm like, man, like what is going on with my back? So I got to the crib. First thing I do is I took everything off through. I'm like, bro, I'm talking about I'm on the bed. I'm tossing and turning. I'm throwing stuff because I'm mad. I'm getting frustrated. Like, bro, like what did I do to myself? Right? So then this, I was in pain for three hours, so I'm talking about y'all, I'm over the toilet, like crying, like a grown man crying. The pain hurt so much that it caused me to throw up. That's how much the pain was hurting. I'm talking, I'm saliva, and I'm crying to Jesus. Please take the pain away. I don't want to feel this pain no more. I'm crying out to Jesus, right? So then it hit me. I went in my cabinet. I had two of leave in the cabinet. Now I'm thinking like, why didn't I do this in the first place? Why didn't I come to the medicine cabinet and get pain relief because I'm in pain, right? So I took the pain. Look, I, I, look, look, hold on. Let me paint the picture. I'm Bob Ross right now. I'm bro. Look, so, <laughs> so I took the pain to leave, and it, it, you, and, it, and it took it away temporarily, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm talking to people. I'm walking around like, man, I, I think I feel better. But then God revealed to me in that same moment was that that's exactly how it is with the word of God. We, we always say, God, take the pain away. Like, why am I in this situation? Like, why am I getting a distraction? But we never go to the medicine cabinet and take the pain pills, which is the word of God. He's given us everything that we needed in that Bible. You know what I mean? Um, so the reason why we're meeting here today like this, I mean, this lab coat, right? This, this, is, this is a secret lab because th there are things in the world. There are, Chris, if you want to play something, you can. I know you told me to call on you. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I, yeah, this, this is my first time doing this. Give it up for Chris Terry, man. <laughs> okay. So, but this, but this is this what I'm doing here today. This is what we are called to do. I, I just got up here and I simply share my experiences what I go through life on a daily basis, right? There is a war outside going on that we cannot see, and God needs us, right? I just shared my testimony with y'all. The main goal is to win souls. That is the main goal. Like, y'all you like y'all not exempt, like y'all on y'all phones. But look, y'all not exempt from, from none of that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's so built up on, I want to own my own business. I want to be an Instagram influencer. I want to be a TikTok influencer. But... God could snap his fingers right now, and don't none of that matter. Don't none of that matter. He could snap his fingers right now. It ain't going to be no business. It ain't going to be no Instagram influences. It ain't going to be none of that, right? So that's why it's so important for us to win these souls, right? So we all have a plan, right? God made us. He created us with a purpose and a plan for our life. But the enemy put these distractions on us, make things as big as, as they not 
to distract us from what's going on in the world, right? I don't know if y'all seen uh, Kanye West, he just, you know, he doing this whole Donner thing, the, the album cover and stuff like that. But at his concert, they in the back drinking blood. You know what I mean, right? So we, to be honest, we are greedy. Right, we are greedy, and I'm, I'm speaking to myself too because we sit on Sundays, every Sunday, taking this word and go home and take a nap, eat, take a nap, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? They do their stuff and then they go to work. It's literally good and bad going on, and they go to work every day. But we as Christians, we get to work, we go home. Man, it was a good service today. I'm finna eat, I'm finna go to sleep. That's it. We gotta get to work. Dark is getting darker, and I see it all the time. It's not something that you can see. It's something that you can feel. You, I can wake up in the morning and be like, man, hey, something ain't right. So I got to pray for my city. And then you go and look, 20 people and got shot. A little girl and got shot. That is the enemy, and God needs us. Um, in, in these, like, we, we, like I said before, we always use these terms like the goat. Like in Polo G, wear a goat chain, like 24-7. This is the thing, though. They're not necessarily working with the enemy, but... He's using them, right? And he needs us to break that off of him so we can't be influenced by what they do. You know what I'm saying? When, when we accepted Jesus' entire life, we changed. Something changed on the inside of us. We are supernatural now. We cannot be like them no more, right? The whole world is waiting on us, y'all. So what I want to do today is if that's okay, right? So this is the time now where... Uh, you know, we, we offer Jesus to you, right? And not even offer, even if you want to rededicate your life, right? Just to, just to know that I'm protected. You know what I mean? Because it, like I said before, it's a war going on. It's stuff that we cannot see. And God does block it on the daily. You, you don't know what God blocks for you, right? But I would like to pray over the youth, right? I, I want to... Um, because y'all just started back school. They all just started back school. They all just came out of a pandemic. So school looked different for them. You know what I mean? And this is why God needs you. Because a lot of y'all stayed in y'all room that whole pandemic. We don't know what the enemy did to those youth during the pandemic without God. See, y'all cool. Y'all come to church. Y'all get the word. They don't get the word. They sit in their crib. They listen to Polo G, NLE Chopper, all them other people. And this is depression music you know what i mean and y'all and it's a seed being planted and what you if you listen to depression music what you think you gonna be you know what i'm saying y'all come to church and get that broke off y'all you know what i mean so i just really want to say a quick prayer if the youth can stand up matter of fact matter of fact come right here just come right here line up right here I got the babies up there too. That's cool. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father God. So I want y'all to lift y'all hands. Y'all don't be laughing and smiling at me. I'm trying to be serious right now. Nah, I'm just playing. But lift y'all hands. Um, so I, I, I declare right now that these youth will excel in school. I, I bind every distraction now 
in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind every distraction that the enemy tries to hit them with. The things that he may cause to seem that is as big as it is, but it's not, Lord God. And we just pray right now, Lord God, that you protect them from those things, Lord God. You protect their minds, Lord God, their souls, Lord God. We pray right now, Lord God, that you stir up things inside of them, Lord God, that they didn't know they had, Lord God. We pray right now, Lord God, that you show them the inner intelligence that they didn't know they had, Father God. They shall live and not die, and they will proclaim of the, the name of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. They are mighty men of God. They are mighty uh, women of God, men of valor. Uh, we say right now, we thank you, Lord God, that they are the head and not the tail. They are above and not beneath. They are the lenders and not the borrowers, Lord God. And we just pray right now, Lord God, that you protect them, Lord God, um, from any spirits that is not like you, Lord God. We spend, we send every distraction uh, to the pit of hell where it belongs now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray right now, Lord God, that your glory rest over them right now, Lord God, that your peace rest over them, Lord God. We call upon Jehovah Shalom to rest upon them now in the mighty name of Jesus. We just decree and declare. Lord God, that they excel in everything that they do because these are our presidents. These are our doctors. These are our mechanics, Lord God, and we need them, Lord God. So we send the enemy and his minions back to the pit of hell where they belong in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just worship the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as we seal this prayer over them, Father God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.